0: What's up, everybody? This is John Odermatt, the host of Felony Friday. And before we get rolling into today's show, I want to take a quick moment to talk about coffee. That's right, coffee. The Lions of Liberty, we have partnered up with Anarcho Coffee, and we are selling our very own coffee. It's called the Morning Roar. It is a medium dark roast that has cupping notes of lemon, lime, caramel, black pepper, and brown sugar. It is delicious. You can pick up some of this coffee by going to lionsofliberty.com slash coffee. We have a, a way there on your first purchase. You can get 10% off, but if you join the pride for $10 and up, you can actually get more than that. You can get 15% off every single order. Buy some coffee, support the Lions of Liberty, support another great libertarian company as well. Everybody wins. LionsofLiberty.com slash coffee.
1: Welcome to Felony Friday. A presentation of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, John
0: Odermatt. Felons, friends, and freedom lovers, welcome back to yet another edition of Felony Friday, a weekly show right here on the Lions of Liberty podcast. Lions of Liberty, what is it? It's a variety show. We have a bunch of different shows. we got a show hosted by Mark Clare on Mondays, our flagship program, longest running program, Mark interviews leaders in the liberty movement. Every Wednesday, we got a show hosted by Brian McWilliams. It is a uh, funny show where Brian looks at current events and things of that nature. And of course, looks at current events through the lens of liberty. Very funny show. Check it out. It's called Electric Liberty Land. And of course, every Friday, this show. So I just want to encourage you before I jump into today's show, to my show today with today's guest, uh, I just want to encourage you just to uh, subscribe. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please consider giving Lions of Liberty the old uh, subscribe button push that you do with your finger when you subscribe to a podcast. Uh, do that. And if you are listening on one of the, the bigger apps like uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, leave us a, a five-star review. Uh, I should say five-star rating and a review. I looked back and we do have some recent reviews, but we need more. I mean, we have that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which is rare to find really, but we need more reviews. So if you list on an Apple Podcast, please, there's no excuse. Just scroll down to the bottom of the feed, hit five stars, tell us why you love us, and that's it. So thank you in advance for doing that. You know, I don't really want to take up too much time because today's guest is so freaking awesome and he carries such an important message today. I just want to let you guys know the show notes page. I'm going to link to a couple of videos uh, with my guest today that he's put out and some other some other things. He's been in the news quite a bit. That, that can be found at lionsofliberty.com slash FF185 because this is the 185th episode of a felony Friday. We're getting up there. 15 shows to 200. I can't not believe it. It's all because you guys, because you guys are listening. That's why I've done these shows. So I will do the 15 more if you continue <laughs> listening to this show. I don't want to waste any more time, guys. Today's guest is awesome. You're going to love it. Let's roll right into today's show. My guest today on Felony Friday is Stephen Ruth, also known as Red Light Robin Hood. Uh, Stephen is an activist who has fought back against the use of red light cameras. You know, I'm excited for you guys to get to know Stephen, get to know what makes him tick, and for him to tell his story. You know, why he's so passionate about this, why he got involved in it, and why he is fighting uh, so passionately to really to get the use of red light cameras to stop because it's dangerous and, and it needs to stop. And, Steve is going to tell us why. So welcome to Felony Friday.
1: Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate your uh, hospitality. And I'd be happy to explain why I got involved in red light cameras.
0: Yeah, let's, let's start there, man. So uh, yeah, what's, uh, how'd this whole thing come about?
1: Okay, so on my way to work every day, I used to see one intersection where the camera light would just flash and flash and flash and flash and flash and flash for every vehicle. So I had a feeling they were over-ticketing innocent motorists. So that Sunday I I went to church and I asked my priest, I said, Hey father, did you ever receive a red light camera ticket? And he said, yeah, I received two of them and I didn't go over the white line on either one of them. And I was innocent both times, but I was ticketed in both cases. And I said, did you pay the tickets? And he said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was worth it to try and fight it. And I said, that's the case with most people. I'm sure. And he said, it's a scam because I didn't do anything wrong and he'd never been ticketed in his life. And he felt that he hadn't gone over the white line and he had waited in until, uh, it was totally clear and waited more than three seconds to make his right-hand right hand turn. And it was just a scam, an engineering scam, he said. So I said I was going to look into it. And he said, okay. So what I did is I started checking the timing of the lights in various intersections. I saw that where there was cameras located, they were two seconds shorter than intersections without cameras. The yellow lights were two seconds shorter than intersections in the same speed zones, in the same area, on the same road but they would be two seconds shorter where cameras were located. And I also noticed that in many cases, I was finding flowers on the side of the road and crosses and so forth where fatalities had taken place.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So what I did is I went back into the archives of the local newspapers and I found a boy who was killed recently. And I went to that intersection and I tried to figure out what got this boy killed. So I pressed the walk button because he had been a pedestrian. And now mind you when they do the red light like camera studies in my area to to find out if increases or decreases took place they exclude the pedestrian cr- cr- crashes and they exclude the bicyclist crashes only to convenience themselves and make their data look more appealing to the general public even though it's a it's a scam and what they did is they caused a lot more accidents and fatalities but they covered up for using corrupt companies like they just did. I made a video yesterday about the company that was awarded the red light camera study in our area, which they were given a firm was given 250,000 to conduct this study and find out why the accidents went up so much. But that study does business with our local DOT, our local County government, our local town government, our state government, and every other municipality around here. So if they were to do the wrong thing by those municipalities, they wouldn't get any more work. So how is that, an unbiased study. It's a scam. So when I went to that study, because our legislators contacted me and said, Steve, they didn't include all these, these exhibits from the study. They didn't give it to us in the report that they gave the legislature. So they asked me if I could try and get it. So I made a video asking the firm, and they were like, "No, get out of here. They asked me to leave. They, it was, just, it was a totally corrupt firm. And it's evident when you see that I had to ask it. Then I went to the Department of Public Works. They didn't have it either. And then I FOIL requested it this morning at 9 mm-hmm. o'clock. So it's, it's, it's a runaround. It's a scam. They steal our money through corrupt engineering, and they have no reason to retry our lights if it has anything to do with safety. But we have police officers here that already testified that they cut our yellow light time in half just for revenue. That it used to be 5.9 second yellow light time, and now they're in 3 seconds, 3.2 seconds, 2.9 seconds. But not just that. When big trucks try and make it through the intersection, they can't even get out of first gear before the light goes yellow, and then they receive the ticket. So it's it's not just that they're catching people who can't stop in time; they they're also catching trucks that can't go in time.
0: So just to just to back up for a minute here, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So one of the things that these firms are doing in their studies when they're going back you know like i guess the county or whatever you know local government bodies hiring them to come in and do this research so you're saying they're actually pulling out any pedestrians that were struck or bicycles uh, yeah, th- that they, were struck they at they these intersections the
1: data they exclude the data that they need to exclude in order to make the numbers somewhat believable. But just to give you an idea, after excluding data, they still had a 60% increase in accidents. And then that same firm showing their hand goes and recommends to the legislature that they renew the program or renew the contract with the camera company for another five years after a 60% increase in accidents in red light camera intersections. And it says it in black and white, even though there was a 60% increase in accidents in red light camera intersections, we still recommend that you renew the program for another five years.
0: What was their justification? How did they they sell that? There is no justification.
1: justification. You can look on their website. They say that there would have been 19 fatalities, but there was only 17 fatalities, and they believe that the cameras saved two lives. It's a freaking crock (laughs) of shit. What? Yes, it's junk science. They're full of shit. Oh, my God. It's junk science. They're full of shit. The only thing that's ever going to get something done is action. You can't talk about it. You have to do it. Just me acting and me being willing to go to jail is not going to change anything. Unless multiple men, and I'm talking like 10, 15 men, grow a pair and actually put their freedom on the line and say, no, 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 we've had enough. Remove the cameras. We're willing to go to jail. We're going to chop your cameras down. We're going to drive through them. We're going to hook them up to our trucks. Nothing will change because it's $40 million. And that's only in my county. My county's. It's bordered by Nassau County and then New York City. We're talking $100 million a year for mid-light cameras. Now they just implemented 2,000 speed cameras in New York City. It's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better.
0: So let's let's talk about because, I mean, you have been – they have come after you, right? Have have you been uh, – I know you were charged. They put
1: 200,000. Aside from criminal charges that they placed on me for – for something they didn't catch me doing. I told them what I did, that I disassembled their cameras because we got a Supreme Court order exposing the fact that they didn't use professional engineers to install the cameras or time the lights, which is against New York State Engineering Law, Article 145, Section 7201, which states all red light cameras and traffic signals are engineering-related, and they need the signature and stamp of a professional engineer to safeguard the life, health, and property of the residents because we're speeding through these intersections and without climbing them professionally, with having a responsible engineer for the engineering, it's illegal. It's it's it violates New York State engineering law. Like I said, Article 145, Section 7201, stating all red light cameras and and traffic signals um, involve structural, technical, and other types of engineering, and do need the stamp signature of a professional engineer to safeguard the life, out the property of the residents. However, check this out. When they mm-hmm. did their studies, right, there was intersections where people were killed that they went up like two, 3,000 percent. But what they did is they excluded the pedestrian deaths and they excluded the bicyclist deaths. And they only had an increase of accidents with injury, people who needed to go to the hospital, of 725 percent. And the local community residents still did not ask their legislator to remove the cameras. This, this environment that we're living in is a disgrace. And I don't even blame it on the politicians. I don't. I blame it on the public. It's the apathy of the public that creates this environment.
0: You know what? I, I think that's a great point, and I agree with you. Uh, as as libertarians, people, you know, are always saying the state this, the state that, the government blaming the government. Who puts those people in power? It's your neighbor. It's your community. It's the, it's well, it's the not, people you hang uh, out with. I
1: got to. I got to stop you there. There is a scam with that, too, where the union base here gets the people elected. Whoever their union tells them to vote for is who the unions vote for. There's so many unregistered voters in New York that the unions control the vote. So even though I'm a hero for the people and everywhere Mm -hmm. I go, people know me and they thank me, it doesn't change the fact that I can't be elected unless I'm nominated by either Democrats or Republicans. And they're not going to nominate me. Even though I was a registered Republican, it was the local Republicans over here that put $200,000 in violations and liens against my rental properties, just as retribution for exposing the engineering scam they were running.
0: So you, re- you ran for office a- as a libertarian, right? Yes. I ran for state senator as a libertarian, and I'm, running, I'm on the ballot right now as a libertarian
1: running for county legislature. But okay. what they did is they put 200000 in code violations on my rental properties, they didn't, they didn't actually access my properties and find violations. They just wrote violations. They sent them to me. So, what I did is I hired a top dog attorney that, um, the other, another local Republican party. We have Brookhaven Republicans, they're referred to as Crookhaven, and we have Smithtown. Smithtown's not a corrupt party of Republicans. So, Smithtown Republicans reached out to me and said, Steve, use this lawyer and we're looking out for you. We like you a lot and we're not corrupt. Those Brookhaven uh, politicians are straight scumbags. So, they mm-hmm. said, Use this attorney. So I use that attorney. He charged me 5000 He negotiated my code violations down to 20000 I paid all my code violations. And I went to go sell my properties. And what did they do? They didn't remove any of the liens. So now I can't sell my properties. So they don't want me accessing equity in my properties to be able to use toward a campaign. So yeah, it's like that. The FBI—they receive dozens of phone calls from me, and they will not get involved even after children are killed in front of two or three second yellow lights. They won't even get involved when the camera company, and the local government, refuses to give us the videos of their deaths. The FBI refuses to get involved when they raise my property taxes five thousand dollars in one shot. The FBI refused to get involved. What are they doing? They're going after the president. That's all they're doing. They're owned. They're owned by, I guess the correct parties that are running this country. And I was a Republican. I was the most Republican in this area. So to give you an idea of how connected I was before the cameras, yeah. I build houses. I've been building houses since 2003. I build houses, I rent houses, and I flip houses. I buy a house that's a bank property. I'll renovate it and I'll rent it out and I'll sell it, things like that. That's what I do. Or I buy land, I build a house, and I sell it. Mm-hmm. And I used to have, I was so connected in Brookhaven, which is referred to as Crookhaven, that I would drop off blank checks to one of my friends that worked in Brookhaven, and he would bring it to the building department. They would help him fill it out, and I would never have to go down in person to renew my permits. I would always just drop off blank checks, okay, to renew permits and even to take out permits. And everything I needed to do in Brookhaven, I never had to really worry about because it was just, there was no problem for me. As soon as I exposed what was happening with the yellow lights, they fired my friend that worked at Brookhaven, and they hit me with $200,000 worth of liens on my properties and a warrant for my arrest as soon as I got meningitis and I was in the hospital. So they said, oh, so, got so, where, where were
0: you were they are. pulling like where, where were they pulling these liens from? I mean, it couldn't, have, I well, mean, they they couldn't would just pull say, back they would taxes say, out of their ass.
1: They would say, you have a car in your driveway with no license plate. That's $750,000. You're missing a fire alarm. They didn't even access these houses. They're saying, you're missing a fire alarm. That's 2000 Your grass is too long. That's 2000 you did an oil change in your driveway. That's 800 And they would God. just stack up. They would give me 14 code violations on average per house I own. And the, I'd walk down there and say, and they would say, wow, what are you trying to break records with your code violations? I'd say, what are you talking about? My house is in mint. Mint. My houses are maintained by landscapers. I'm a builder. All my houses are mint. All my tenants go to church. They're all church-going people. I get all my tenants from church. So don't tell them hey, but they never accessed my houses to write the code violation, violations. They just wrote them, right? So I, uh, I I, I go to sell one of my rental properties, right? And I uh, get a phone call from my attorney. Steve, I got I to gotta email you something with the new code violations on this property. And they're saying that um, I have an open permit for solar panels on it. I have a permit on the solar panels on this house. But they're saying I have an open solar panel permit on that house. There is no solar panel permit on There's no permit. There's no... So- Solar in that house. They just don't want me to be able to access the equity. They're trying to bleed me out. They can't because I'm, I'm successful, but they're trying to. They're trying to make me crazy. They have the cops driving around the block. I made a video yesterday with one of the local kids stating the, the cops are just driving around the block over and over and over and over just to intimidate me. They're not, it's not that they want to do it. Their bosses tell them to do it. The politicians call their bosses and, and that's what they tell them to do. Drive by my house. Harass me, you know. They don't really do it. The cops are pretty good to me, I got to say. But nevertheless, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that they would do that just because I walked into the engineering firm and asked them for the, uh, the, the, the exhibits that weren't included in the study. They refer in the, table con- in the table of contents to the study over and over about these exhibits, but they didn't even give to one legislator.
0: So, so they're cr- citing cr- things cr- in a cr- study and then not even providing what they're citing. That's, well, that's exactly, nice.
1: exactly. And this is something that we paid them $250,000 to perform. Why, is this, why was that given? Why was that contract given to a company that does business with the county? It's a scam. The whole thing is a scam. The fact that police officers come out and testify that they cut the yellow light time in half, it, it says it all. It says So, where, where, did the,
0: where did the police officers testify that? At the, at the legislature. I've put it on Facebook numerous times. Okay. yeah, I So could put that it was at, to... a, at a public a public hearing or? Yeah, at the public
1: meetings, yep. Okay. Absolutely.
0: And, w- and what yeah, was not, the result from that when the police said that? Nothing or?
1: No, nothing. Because you know what it is? It's nothing's going to change. It's $40 million unless people take action. And I mean, you have to be willing to go to jail like I am. I'm willing to go to jail. Nothing is going to change. People, more people are going to buy, and it's going to continue. And we've had intersections, like I said, after they exclude the pedestrians that got killed, and after they exclude the bicyclists got, that got killed, there's still a 723% increase in accidents with injury. Some intersections have over a thousand percent increase with accident, accidents with injury. That means a thousand percent more people needed to go to the hospital for that intersection. That's exactly what it means thousand percent more had to go to the hospital. Ten times the amount of people had to go to the hospital after the cameras were installed. Because they saw the lights too much, they fucked up the engineering. Not to mention, if you press the walk signal, this is what got the two kids killed in that intersection. I know because I walked the intersection with my son. After church one day I said, let's go check it out. Junior." I went to to the intersection, I pressed the walk button to cross across across the street. It gives me the walk sign at the same time, it gives the people to the right of me the left hand turn signal with a camera behind them. So now they're speeding through the intersection because they've already got two tickets, three tickets. They're speeding through to minimize their time in front of the camera. But at the same time, these kids had the walk sign to cross the street. I have the video of the kid getting mowed down. I got it from the gas station. It doesn't matter. Nothing's going to change. Nothing.
0: Yeah, like, like you're saying, unless more people step up or uh, or somebody getting killed, their family has a lawsuit or something like that. Nah, I don't even nah, No, that, that would has be- no
1: bearing. That has no bearing because what happens is the county's making $40 million a year. So they'll throw a million out or they'll throw 500000 out for a death of a kid. But the thing is, is that that's not going to stop anything because it's $40 million. They can't afford to pay the police the salaries, the contracts that they've awarded them just to become elected. So what they did is they said, listen, you, you help me get elected. You give me the nomination. You give me a couple million dollars, and I'll be, I'll, I'll be the county executive. In return, I'll give you guys this contract that's a sweetheart deal. But the problem is, is that the county couldn't pay the contracts. so they need the red light camera money now. And they haven't legalized marijuana, so they have no revenue replacement for the $40 million. So the county would go bankrupt if they stopped the program. Now it doesn't matter if the accidents, nothing's going to stop the cameras. There could be 10 kids killed tomorrow, all in different intersections. It's not going to stop the cameras. The Democrats... The Republicans immediately, as soon as I showed them the engineering uh, flaws and the shorter yellow lights and the videos, the Republicans immediately had a press conference stating that they wanted to suspend the program due to uh, engineering failures and short yellow lights where cameras were located. The Republicans did that within the first two months of my advocacy. But the Democrats have held firm and said, no, we don't give a shit because the Democrats all get the police union endorsement and they all get police union campaign contributions.
0: It's all union money. What's the, uh, like how many Republicans are even elected in your area?
1: Well, that's the thing we're overwhelmed by Democrats. So we have a minority of Republicans on the legislature. So like I said, this week, they haven't even gotten the study results yet. Right. Because I, I exposed that none of the exhibits were even included, but yet one week from today, I believe today's Tuesday, one week from today, they're going to have a meeting. It's a public safety meeting, but right after that, they're having a general meeting to extend the contract five years. They don't even have to, to study yet, and they're going to extend the program five years. So they, like I said, unless men fulfill their roles as men to protect their neighbor and their, ki- their kids and their wives, nothing's going to change. And you know what? People say, oh, well, you know, at least they haven't started booting cars. They have started booting cars, but they only boot a few here, a few there, a few here, a few there. Unless there's a mass booting of cars, the public's still not going to wake up. Honestly, just
0: so people know where you are and maybe we'll have a better idea why it's so much money. I mean, you're, you're in the state of New York, right? What, what county right. in New York?
1: Suffolk. We call it Suffering, but it's Suffolk County.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a, lo- a lot of people. Um,
1: Put it this way. The average property taxes here is 1000 a month. That's your average property right. taxes. And in Nassau County, it's higher In Nassau. We're getting robbed. The men here are cowards, and that's the reason why we pay the property taxes we do. It's a fact. You go to you go to Springfield, Massachusetts, an hour and a half drive. They're paying an average of like fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars per house yearly in property taxes. We're paying that monthly. It's because the men here are cowards. That's why. I'll just say it like it is. It's a fact. They're cowards. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm not even gonna argue the, with even that, even man. The so.
1: Even the soccer moms—they won't. After the kids get killed, they don't go to the legislature meeting. They—the kids get still killed in front of cameras. They're never given the video. Do so they go to the legislature meeting and say a thing? Nope. Even the soccer moms don't fill their role. Listen, if you're not going to protect your kids, don't have them. Don't have kids if you're not going to protect them. That's my opinion.
0: Unbelievable.
1: It's a what? disgrace. I'm I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm the only person that stands up in all of Suffolk County and basically.
0: Most of New York
1: State, I don't know anyone else that stands up to them.
0: Well, Do, do you have people reaching out to you, supporting you, saying, you know, we back they, you, they, thanks they for doing me, this? how
1: can I get behind you? And you know what I say to them? I say, I'm trying to get the hell out of New York State. How are you going to get behind me? You know? Last time I ran for state senate, did I get the money I needed? No. I got like a one contribution for a couple hundred bucks. I mean, I have money myself, but that's not going to do it because I'm not going to spend my own money again. Last run, I spent 40 grand of my own money. I'm not doing it again. The public doesn't want it. They don't don't fulfill their end of the bargain.
0: So you you said you're trying it out of New York? Hell yeah. There's no
1: reason. I'm still in contract to build multiple houses here, and I'm going to build them, and I'm going to be successful. But honestly, I wish my son would step up and and assume my contract and say, Dad, yeah, I'll take over the business. You're, You're free to leave. Set us up somewhere else. After I finish these houses, I'll move down with you or something like that. But. The only reason I'm still here is because I keep getting – in one area in New York, I basically – I've done all my business in one neighborhood. And whenever a piece of land comes to the market there, if it's at, if it's at market value or below, I grab it. You know? So I'm still contractually obligated to three contracts to build houses on. But you know, I wish I wasn't. Hmm. Not that I could really move because I have so many uh, liens on my, house, uh, on my houses from government that I couldn't need leave. Unless I wanted to leave with what I got, but they would love it if I left. Love it, love it, if I left, because I'm the only one who fights. Everyone else just cowers. No one so, does anything. Even when their kids are killed, no one does anything.
0: What about support from uh, you know people outside and? In- Outside of New York, people well, like who are dealing re- with similar, similar things in their home. is that do people reach out to you? You know, yeah, I got a couple be, of phone be, calls
1: yesterday from Texas telling me to get the hell out of New York State. They they paved the way for me to come down to Texas. What am I still doing there? I got to come to Texas, please come down. In in mm-hmm. Texas, apparently, I'm like really uh, pretty popular in Texas. I'm wanting to become a resident down there, but they already got the cameras removed in Texas, so that's why, you yeah. know.
0: Okay. So so who came up with the nickname Red Light Robin Hood?
1: Uh, two different people at the same morning. When I made the video and, and so forth and the police came to my house and everything, friends of mine called me up. Two different friends, both from the same town, not my town, but uh, uh, the same town. And they said, Steve, you're the Red Light Robin Hood. Remember that. You're the Red Light Robin Hood. You're a modern-day Robin Hood. And that should be your name, the Red Light Robin Hood. And it was one of my friends, Keith's wife. And it was also another friend of mine who's also one of my customers named Bob and uh, his name Bob Van, for short. And they, they both said the same thing: "You're like a red light Robin Hood." And I was like, "Thanks." You know. And then they asked me, "Do you have the, the reporter said to me, what are, you know? What are people calling you?'" And I said, "They're calling me the Red Light Robin Hood. Believe it or not." And it just stuck, you know.
0: I've had a a bunch of people reach out to me asking for me to have you on. And to be honest with you, man, and I'm, this is my fault. I, I didn't look into you until recently and I, I, I guess I didn't you know I've always hated red light cameras when I lived in California I got a couple of tickets from them but I hadn't made the connection that what you're talking about here to these pedestrian deaths to kids getting hit to people on bicycles getting hit to to the increase in the you know the, the amount of accidents because I, I, I didn't know that they were using I'm not sure if they're doing this across the country or if this is somewhere they where do it just, through engineering
1: you know, they make all their money through engineering if they don't short the yellow they won't make any money right nobody right. wants to run red lights want to If you get a yellow and you're close to it, yeah, you might want to slam the gas to get through it in time, but nobody wants to run a red light. That's just not something people do. They're, they have to, you know, obviously crazy to want to run a red light because the chances of broadsiding somebody and killing somebody, including yourself, are very high. Mm-hmm. So when they have, check this out, this is the best and it's the most, expli- it's, the, it's the best explanation. There's intersections over here by me where they removed the cameras because they didn't meet their 25-ticket-per-day quota. The reason why they removed the cameras is because you don't have to make a complete stop to make a right. It's a merge. So if you're merging to make a right-hand turn, guess how many tickets they average per day? If you're merging on the right-hand turn and you don't have to make a complete stop and Mm -hmm. then make the right-hand turn, less than one ticket a day is given by the camera. So they have to move it. So what they do is they put them in front of shopping centers, and they catch all the senior citizens making right-hand turns, shop center and they make fucking millions.
0: That, that's how I got my tickets on a right hand yeah. turn. But you but you have to stop on red on the right hand turn. Yeah.
1: I understand, but you know what it is is that yeah. if the people stop over the white line or they don't wait three seconds, they give them the exactly. ticket anyway.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And, my friend uh, just told
1: me that they changed the light time on a road down William Floyd Parkway called lot's a really bad intersection. And he said that he's gotten three tickets all in, the same, all in the same week, he got three mailed to him, which means that he got those tickets three weeks ago. So I said, what do you, How do you know they changed the light time? He says, Because my business is located in Florida. I know the light time. I've been driving it forever. I mm-hmm. said, Well, it's the truth. I already proved that they've been shortening the lights because I got an email right, sent to me from somebody from the DOT showing that they were sent an email and told to short the yellow lights and to prioritize red light camera intersections. I put that email. On the computer, I gave it in writing to the legislature, the exact email. Do you think that the FBI ever got involved in questioning those technicians? No, because if you ask the uh, FBI, you know what they say? They say, well, there's no law against shortening the yellow lights. But come on, man. You know what? This is, this is a disgrace. This country is a disgrace. The FBI and what they did with our president was disgraceful. I just got to get the fuck out of here and go to Costa Rica. You know how many traffic lights I saw when I was out in Costa Rica? I spent a month there in November, December. Never, put it this way, I've been on like a dozen vacations since they, they they've charged me with all these felonies. Never once have I ever asked permission to leave this country. And I have left this country at least a dozen times to go all over the place. I've never mm-hmm. asked permission. But when I went to Costa Rica, I noticed there is no traffic lights. You make decisions and you you know, live with them. But there's no traffic lights in Costa Rica. And you know what? Is, I didn't see any crashes either. It wasn't much yeah. of a shoulder on the road. So I don't think it's the, the safest place. But I didn't see any crashes. People are more conscious.
0: Yeah. Well, they, they have to be. I mean, people yeah, adapt you're relying to this, on yourself. You're so. not
1: relying on their faulty engineering. That's the bottom right, right. line. You're so, relying
0: so. on your own judgment. What is the status of your, of your legal proceedings? I mean, are you, is there anything pending right now? So, or so yeah, this going is what on?
1: they did. They charged me with, like, so many felonies that it's not even funny, right? So I go to court and I say, look, Steve, you've got to take a deal or they're going to send you upstate. I said, but what about trial? I wanted to go to trial. They said, well, they're giving you a deal. They're gonna, they're not, they don't want to go to trial. with you. Of course they want not gonna to trial because they don't want to pay publicity. They, they said, they have, you have to take this deal or they're going to send you upstate. I said, but tell them, go back to them and tell them that I caught them. They did not catch me. I caught them and that I'm willing to go upstate. So they better come up with some better deal than that. So they came back to me and said, how about one year probation and a misdemeanor? After you complete what they call interim probation, we'll give you a misdemeanor and then you'll be done. And during the probation, I said to my judge, I'm allowed to drink beers. And he said, absolutely. It's not a crime with alcohol related. You didn't do anything that had to do with drugs or anything like that or theft. I I did what needed to be done. And Americans should have been doing it a long time ago. So I wouldn't have to have done it. My father should have been doing it. But regardless, nevertheless, they said one year probation and a misdemeanor. So I did the one year probation and they never gave me the misdemeanor. So I'm still sitting with 70 pending felonies. So then I come, I'm a broker as well. I'm a real estate broker for many years since 1996 without a blemish on my record. So, I um I go to to renew my broker's license and it says, Have you been charged with a crime? So I said, Oh, I better disclose it, otherwise they'll charge me with perjury. So I said, Yes, I've been charged with this and I gave it a description which they asked for of the charges and how I caught them shortening yellow lights and I we got a Supreme Court order for all the blueprints to the installation the installation blueprints to the cameras. None of them had been signed off by engineers. We got letters from the Department of Transportation stating that they couldn't find any engineer signatures on any of the signal plans for the traffic signals, and all of this is completely illegal. So I'm on probation, and uh, actually, I did the one-year probation two years ago. Nothing ever happened, and um, nothing's. I'm still pending all these felonies, but I disclosed that I was charged with these crimes. They revoked my broker's license. I, I posted it on Facebook that they revoked my broker's license upon my disclosure of these charges, and... A bunch of politicians came out of the woodwork and they wrote letters for me of um, of moral, con- like moral character letters and so forth. And they got me my broker's license back with a quickness because you know what? They knew. I caught them. They didn't catch me. So they got me my broker's license back really quick.
0: That's that's just amazing. So so these pending felonies are just like... What, they're, like- they're a
1: joke. The only reason they keep them there is to try and control me. And you know what? I'm still willing to go to jail. The problem is I'm not willing to go to jail for the people here. Not even for the, the most spirits, the voices that don't have a voice anymore. I'm not even, because their parents don't stand behind me. And you know what, the last kid that got killed, he got killed right in front of my bank, right by my house. And he, ha- he was a Facebook friend of mine. His name was Stephen Benjamin. And if you Google it or whatever, you go on Facebook, you'll see I gave a speech about Stephen Benjamin, how he was a Facebook supporter of mine, and how he completely opposed the cameras, and how they ended up being his demise, and how he was killed right in front of the cameras. And um, fucking pisses me off. His family hit me up on Facebook and told me, we're going to be behind you. We're going to support you, and we're going to fucking be there. And you know, they never showed up. I had enough, man. I had enough. I'm not. I don't even want to go to the next public hearing where they make that decision on whether or not to renew the program for another five years. Because what's the point? To what? Be the only one looking good in a suit? It's not worth it to me. You know, I have, I have a life. And you know what? If I get a red light camera ticket, I'm not going to pay it and throw in the garbage like I can do with the other ones. Like, but, but why bother fighting for that? For those that, that have the ability to fight, they're given the ability, but they choose not to use it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, The situation you're in, being in the state of New York, I've, I I would probably I, – I agree with you. You need to get the hell out of there. Yeah,
1: I don't absolutely. Know. You know, like the legislators hit me up. Steve, they didn't include this. They didn't include this part of the study. Why are you hitting me up? You know what I'm saying, though You're fucking being paid $100,000 a year. Come on, man. And, and another thing, if you guys are all asking me to help you guys win this, you know, this battle and, and so forth, then how can I stand alone when I go to court? I'm alone. That's not right.
0: What do you, do you defend yourself? Do you have a, you no, have a no,
1: my legal team is excellent. His name is David Raimondo and William J. Keon. These guys are great. They're the best that this county has to offer. And they, they've never charged me a nickel. And they've always been there for me. Wow. And they're great people. But that's not enough. That's not enough. I got these two great lawyers and me in the courtroom, and the judge is, you know, happy to see somebody standing up to the, to the corruption. But the fact that I'm alone—why am I alone? Why is there nobody behind me? Why is there nobody witnessing what's going on in the courtroom? You know, the people should it's be so so the so deeds. the politicians. I ask them sometimes, say, listen, you know, just just do me a favor, go to my courtier, go to the restitution hearing. They're still coming after me for a hundred thousand dollars. You know i can't do that why because i'm a politician that's bullshit it's fucking bullshit well i don't want a politician in office if they're gonna leave people out to dry like that not that i'm yeah. intimidated i'm not intimidated by it i'm willing to go to jail I'm still willing to go to jail. but it's not right it's just not right
0: yeah i mean to be perfectly honest with you it's the situation you're in, I, it's, it's not worth it to go to jail for people who aren't going to change. I, I, I don't think so. If people aren't going to stand up with you, stand behind you, help you. Right. I, I don't you know, know what, man. You know, I, you know what
1: I was honestly fighting for? I was fighting for those kids that got killed. They, they don't have a voice anymore, but it's it's like, it, I, don't know. I really don't know. You know, you can't do it alone. Not when it's $40 million. Not when it's going to bankrupt the county. Not when it's the police salaries and pensions at stake
0: how many you know? years has, has this been going on for you when Four did you first start getting involved Four 2015. years two thousand fifteen and b- prior to that did you have any political nah. activism no oh no nah. i just built my houses in peace you know that's crazy. i mean that's that's kind of rare to find i mean that's 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 interesting um it's, I mean, it's it's surprising. It's really surprising this doesn't happen more often with people where you know something like that just just triggers and they get involved. And they say, but, "I'm willing
1: to go to jail." No, I've had yeah. enough. I'm willing to go to jail. But if people here, do, they don't do that. They'd rather really rather be broke. They'd rather be like homeless. They'd rather be like dead than fight.
0: Oh, people people are so. People are so. You know what it is? Uh, it's people are afraid. They're cowards. But I think it's a little more than that. Is they're just afraid of being judged by others. They're afraid of what other people are going to think. What are they going to say? They go to a dinner party. They say, "Oh, were you were you standing up? Were you with this Stephen Ruth guy? He's crazy. He's nuts." They, they don't want anyone judging them. They don't want to put themselves out there in social media and have you know a, a contrary it was opinion. Like
1: that in the beginning, it really was like that. But and that changed in the beginning, right? They used to make these articles about the cameras, and they used to be like people would say support Stephen Ruth, and then there'd be a bunch of people saying. Jail him, jail him. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. Now that never happens. because I kept fighting, and I proved it. I proved hands down, and I got the police officer to to testify, and I got the video of the kid getting killed, and I got the letter showing that the DOT sent it to their employees, telling them to shorten yellow lights to prioritize red light camera intersections. And I got the FOIL request. And I got the fucking Supreme Court order showing that they installed all the cameras without engineers. And I got the Supreme Court order showing that they installed all the traffic signals are an illegal operation without the signature and stamp of a professional engineer. After I proved all this shit, nobody says I need to go to jail anymore. All they say is, you know, I wish I could be there to support you. But I have work.
0: Well, I, I mean, that's a small victory. I, I guess. Yes. No.
1: It is. It is. is a victory because, like, when I go to the barbershop, shop, I just got back from the barber shop. I worked all day, and then I went to the barbershop shop before I came home. And like, mm-hmm. people wanted to take pictures with me in the barber shop. Whenever I go out, people like, "Oh, can I buy you a drink? Or can I take a picture with you?" And I really support you and have you back. And it's great if you're at a bar, if you're going to dinner with your girlfriend, you want to impress her, but it's not going to bring any. It's not going to stop anyone from getting killed. That's it.
0: Yeah, people, it's it's like you said. I mean, you are not afraid to go to jail, afraid to get arrested, afraid to be fined. Um, other people, the uh, they, 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 least, people they, they at least perceive it in a way that they have too much to lose. They would rather yeah. sit yeah. back and watch children be killed, be mowed down, than step in and risk something in their life. Risk something where they would have to spend a little time in jail or, you know, get fined oh, $10,000 something that's like amazing.
1: that. Check this out police came to my house, right? The first arrest. They came to my house and I jumped out of my car and I put my hands behind my back. And they said, what are you expecting us? I said, absolutely. Just like that. And they said, well, we got news for you. The captain and lieutenant told us that you're a hero. And I said, really? And they said, you're going to see when you get to the precinct. And I was like, really? And they said, yeah, just like that. Just like wow. that. Right in front of my son, right? I go to court with my son, right? And I walk into the courthouse, felony court, right? Where murderers, rapists, right? As soon as I walk in to go to the metal detector, the CO goes, legend is here, right? So, I mean, for my son to see that, that there's COs that call me a legend. When I get locked up, they don't put me in the general – they let me hang out in the middle of the jail with the sheriffs. And the sheriffs say to me, if no one's coming out to bail you out, we got you. We're bailing you out. I'm like, like, really? They're like, really? yeah. <laughs> yep." Yup. And when I got arrested the second time, it was only because I exposed that I cut all their wires, you know. But what, but what happened was I go, I go and, um, I get arrested. They they process me and they I'm in the cell. I'm like laying down trying to pass out, and a couple of cops come into the cell area and they're like, dude, you're the red light camera guy. I said, yeah. They're like, we're just here to thank you for what you're doing. Two weeks ago, I go to a, um, I go to a bar called Flynn's on Fire Island. My friends, Lee West. And he says, "Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him, and don't talk to him." they are the right? So I started laughing, right? Because I didn't, I didn't know nor care, you know. So mm-hmm. they said, "Well, we, we know who you are, dude. Can we talk to you?" And I was like, "Of course, you know." So I walk outside with them, and they're like, "Dude, we, we really, you know, we we think that you should keep fighting." Because I stopped fighting, I stopped going to the legislature meetings because nobody was showing up. And what happened was that Stephen Benjamin thing really pissed me off to the point where I sit down. I'm done. I'm not going back. This the Benjamin family hit me up and told me they would be there, and they never showed up,
0: right?
1: So I was done. I was like, All right, I had enough of this. Shit. So then the cops told me at the bar, like one, two, three weeks ago, and they said, You know, really, we want you to keep fighting. And, shit. and I said, But you guys, you don't understand, they attacked my business. They put 200,000 liens against my properties, they arrested me for my solar panel permit expiring. You know, they put a warrant out for my sister's arrest after they gave her fines that she paid, they gave her 5,000 fines. My sister paid her fines. Took care of all the code violations, which was only an apartment permit that expired, and they, they put a warrant out for her arrest. My father gave the judge uh, a letter stating that he was undergoing chemotherapy. They still put warrants out for his arrest. Not right. Not right. It's totally corrupt. It's, it's, and the FBI is a joke makes me sick that they would let this happen to people that are normal. Listen, to give you an idea how normal we are, my parents have a business up the block from Calvary to National Cemetery, the largest national cemetery in the United States. They have a florist that services that cemetery with deliveries, free delivery, every day of the year, including Christmas. They're open Christmas Day. They're open 365 days a year, serving that cemetery since 1977 when they opened. And my parents are really good people. And they fucking do that to my parents, issue a warrant for my father's arrest when they knew he was about to go to chemotherapy.
0: Dude. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh. So they called me the other day, the Republicans, and they said, Steve, we we want you to drop off the ballot. What you did is so bad running against the Republican this and that, because they think I'm a i am i used to be a Republican. I switched to conservative because they, they were attacking me so hard, the Republicans. So they said, you know, why would you do this? Why would you run against me? This and that. I said, What what are you talking about? You told me that you that you were gonna work on me not having to rebuild the road in front of the two houses I built last. I built two houses and I finished them last summer and I closed them both. But what happened was, I they wanted me to rebuild the road in front of the two houses. I I was it was broken up the road not from me because they didn't put enough asphalt down. They only put like one inch, and the other neighbors were complaining. They were complaining to me. They. The town never did the right thing by him, so I go to my legislator and I say, do me a favor, speak to my councilman and try and get me out of having to repave the road in front of the two houses I built, because I didn't do that. That's the town's road. So he said, all right, I'll go check. So they came, they come by, and they said, Steve, we talked, I talked to Kevin Laval, who's your councilman, and he looked into it, and he talked to the highway department. There's nothing we can do. You have to rebuild the road in front of those two houses. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? They're like, no, I'm sorry. It's not just you. They're doing this to all the builders, this and that. And I was like, All right, well, so what I did is I called the chief highway engineer. And I said, can I have an appointment tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock for you to meet me at the properties? And he said, yeah, of course. So they came to the properties the next morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. I met him at the chief engineer from the highway department. He said, dude, why would I make you repave this road? We laid this asphalt down. We're the ones that laid it too thin. Why would I make you repave it? I said, thank you. That's all I needed to hear. He said, why do you think that you had to do it? I said, because I'm the red light camera guy. I checked with my councilman. I checked with my legislator, both the same Republican as me. And they both told me I had to repave the road. And he said, well, you know why. I said, All right, well thank you. I really appreciate meeting at the properties and saving me twenty thousand dollars. So they asked God. me to withdraw from the battle, the the ballot, right? See, why would you do this? Run against the Republican. You're gonna split the vote and make the Democrat win. I don't even care at this point. I don't care if it's a corrupt Democrat that gets in. I just wanna make shit happen. You know? Yeah. And they said to me Oh man, you know the Republicans would be really mad about this, this and that. So what are you gonna do? Issue another two hundred thousand code violations, issue another warrant for my sister's arrest, issue another warrant for my father's arrest when he has chemotherapy. I said you're gonna go and lean me for another two hundred grand or try to get me to repave the road again and oh I didn't tell you, they made me clean all the street trains on the block before they gave me my certificates of occupancy. They made me clean the street trains on the block. What? Yeah. Before they would give me my certificate of op- occupancy. But it gets, it gets worse. They did more shit than that to me. I just can't remember off the top of my head. You know, they locked me up for my solar panels. Um, they fired my friend that used to work at Brookhaven. You know, it, like, it doesn't end. So why would I withdraw from the ballot? I'm not going to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've, 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 they've thrown everything they can at you. Yeah. You're still standing there.
1: Yeah. So I'm not going to withdraw from the ballot. But they they asked me to. So he says so, to me, "Well, I'll get I'll get cracking on Monday to try and get those liens off your property. Get the fuck out of here! Such a bullshit artist. I'm not gonna get no liens off my property. It's full of shit.
0: Get cracking on Monday."
1: God. Yeah, that's they said. I was like, "Okay, fucking idiot."
0: So so Steve, um, we're running out of time here, but you know I just want you to at least let people know. Where they can follow you on Facebook, or I don't know if if you're on Instagram and Twitter too. If you have a website, can you give them all that information?
1: I'm uh, Stephen Ruth, the Red Light Robin Hood, and my name is spelled with a P H. It's S S T E P H E N Ruth. If you go on uh, Facebook and you type in Facebook.com forward slash the Red Light Robin Hood, you'll see me. I, I I have a YouTube page where I post a lot of my speeches on YouTube. I believe it's the Red Light Robin Hood on YouTube as well, and uh, I'm pretty reachable. If you're looking to get in touch with me. You can always, you can give me a ring or an email too. My email is justbusiness.sr at gmail dot com, and I'm accessible. You know, I'm on Facebook every day. My Facebook, like I said, I answer my messages. I usually go. I used to go to the meeting. Now they have another one coming up to decide on whether or not to extend the program five years, and I'm sure they're going to extend it no matter how many people show up. You know?
0: Yeah, it's it's sickening, man. You know, I uh, I I, I watched a bunch of your videos. I didn't know. I, I knew that you'd been screwed over. I didn't realize to the degree that they had come after you, man. And, and I, I feel bad that you've had to go through all this shit. Yeah, uh, the property.
1: Thank you, brother. The property tax increase of five thousand dollars was like when the FBI wouldn't get involved with that one. It was like, all right, well then there's really no hope. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they can increase your property taxes five thousand bucks in one shot, it's really you're done. You're in deep, deep trouble, and the states the states lost. We're we're not getting better; we're only getting worse.
0: Yeah, we're we're in a shitty situation in this country, and I'm I'm curious: is your YouTube channel demonetized, or is it still monetized?
1: No, I believe it's demonetized. So is oh, you know what? I never I never got a penny for YouTube.
0: Yeah, well, our our, our channel our channel just got demonetized this week. They just sent us a thing. They demonetized all of our content. So that's the whole. Uh, you know, it's not even just the government anymore. Now it's the tech companies that are that are yeah, sucking away at they're us. They're on board. It's, yep.
1: Yep. Yep. There's an agenda, and they're all following it.
0: It's completely so, out of control, uh, man.
1: Once once we have uh, an awakening, I don't know if it's going to happen or if it's not going to happen, but if we have an awakening, maybe things will change, but it's going to take a revolution.
0: <laughs> it's going to take something, man. I don't know. But uh, you know, you're talking about moving out of the country, you know, it's probably not a bad idea for people to think about getting a uh, you know, a backup citizenship somewhere. Because
1: Absolutely. Uh, I would highly recommend Costa Rica or Mexico. Both beautiful places. Mexico is yeah, awesome. Sure. Their travel warnings I exposed in one of my videos when I walked into the Mexican police station that they said it's a travel alert. Don't go to Mexico. Six Americans were found dead in the car. I exposed that that was fake news. The Mexican police described it just as that fake news from CNN saying not to go to Mexico but that was bullshit. There was only two Mexican drug dealers found in the car and uh, they were trying to say that there was six American tourists not to go to Mexico, but Mexico is an awesome place. I highly recommend Cozumel. All
0: right, man. Well, uh, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for everything that you've done, man, putting yourself out there, putting yourself at risk. Thank you, John.
1: I, I greatly appreciate your hospitality, brother.
0: You have a good night, man. You too. Bye-bye. Are you tired of banging your head against the proverbial wall of politics and getting nowhere toward actually making your life more free? Are you tired of interview podcasts that have the same guests as every other libertarian interview podcast out there? Are you tired of hearing the same news stories that you can hear on the mainstream media? Then you need to listen to The Lava Flow, where we don't do politics and we don't do the major stories that exist only to divide you. We talk about news that affects you and your freedom, and we work to find solutions that can actually help you to be more free. Check us out at thelavaflow.com.
1: Listen to We Are Libertarians at WeAreLibertarians.com. My name is Chris Spengel and I host a show where we talk about the stories you and your friends are talking about and then we give you libertarian solutions so you sound smarter when you're talking to your friends. We're going to make you sound like a genius. Tune in now at WeAreLibertarians.com. Are those dry, boring, run-of-the-mill political talk shows putting you to sleep on your commute or at work? Are you ready for some fun? <laughs> Always launching ideas in your direction.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed that interview today with Stephen Ruth. You know, I've I've had a bunch of people reach out to me uh, asking to asking me to have Stephen on specifically. Uh, my libertarian friend here in uh, the Pittsburgh area, Chad Desantis, who's very active in the uh, the local libertarian party, he has uh, forwarded me, uh, you know, what Stephen's been working on and some of his legal troubles, things like that, and really got me interested in uh, really the fight that, uh, that Stephen has taken to uh, to end the red light cameras. In his area, and to educate people across the United States, across the world, really, about this this tactic that's going on, and this very very dangerous tactic, where people are are dying, people are being killed, and that that's the key here. Because you know, when I tell people, I have told you know a few family members and friends that I was having Red Light Robin Hood on. You know, a lot of people are familiar with uh, with Stephen's story. He was mentioned Red Light Robin Hood. The guy who uh you know cut the cords on uh the red light cameras up in New York, and a lot of people at least sort of heard of the story they they remember seeing a headline about it. but the first reaction you get from most people is ha ha he's ha, laughing about it, oh yeah, those red light cameras they're so annoying they're annoying I'm glad somebody's making a joke about it, but that reaction i mean that honestly first time I saw it, maybe that was my reaction to a certain degree, but once you start to really look into it. And just as Stephen talked about today, it's a nefarious scam. And it's super, super dangerous. They're making these yellow yellow lights shorter. And they're putting people's lives at risk, especially people who are maybe a little more easily trusting, like children. They're putting people in bad situations, situations that increases the risk of like a pedestrian crossing the street or someone on a bicycle, uh, you know, going across the street. And to put, I mean, like Stephen talked about, they're then scrubbing those stats and uh, and throwing them out as a way to justify the use of actually, they're saying that red light cameras are making driving safer. And if you actually looked at the data as a whole, um, I think you would see that they have not. Of course, I haven't done this, so I can't say conclusively that it would, but you know, it's uh, very, uh, as Stephen said, people don't want to run red lights. So the only way to make money on red light cameras is to shorten the yellow light and make it more likely increase the probability that you're going to have people running through the red lights. When you increase the probability of people running through red lights, you increase the probability of accidents, all kinds of accidents, minor, major, pedestrian, bicycle <clears throat> Accents across the board. This is easy. This is simple stuff. It's logical. And the reason why uh, the local governments are hiring, you know, crony engineering firms, bringing them in to justify these uh, tactics that make no logical sense at all, that they would actually make traffic patterns safer, um, nobody's fighting back against it. And, you know, I, I told Stephen... I, I, honestly, I would not blame the guy if he left New York. The guy's done so much work for Liberty, and he, you know, he wants to see something change in his neighborhood where he's seen this happen, where he's seen children uh, get mowed down by cars because of these cameras. But he, you know, he is impacting change across the United States of America, and hopefully, he realizes that. Hopefully, this podcast helps to further his message and helps educate more people and it helps you know more people when they hear about red light robin hood uh, it's not a chuckle it's a uh it's a hearty thank you it's uh it's a, it's a gasp saying oh my god we got to get these bastards who are making crossing the street more dangerous for children who are you know making it you know more dangerous for just to drive it, uh, just to just to use an intersection making it more dangerous So, I'm really happy that I was able to get Stephen on. um, And I'm really, I'm always happy when I can deliver on a guest that my audience has asked for. So, I don't have a whole lot more to say today. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, Thank you to those of you who uh, support us through the Lions of Liberty Pride. You guys are the reasons why we do this. And you're the reason why we're able to continue to do this. We have some big plans here at Lines of Liberty that we would love to to roll out and, and do different things with with the show here, with the shows, I should say. Um, but the God's honest truth is we need more financial backing to be able to do that, to be able to expand and, uh, and grow this show. Obviously, as I talked about on today's show, we lost our... YouTube monetization. So that's a little bit of revenue loss coming out, which is very unfortunate. Not, not necessarily because of the revenue that was coming in, but we had purchased uh, video equipment and we were sort of charting direction to increase our YouTube interaction and to have our legs cut out from under us like that really sucks. But we will pivot. You know, Maybe we will uh, do some more stuff on Instagram. Check us out there at Lions of Liberty. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Lions of Liberty. On Facebook, you can just search Lions of Liberty and uh, the page will come up. And uh, to join our Facebook group, our Facebook forum, uh, it's a great place to talk about the, the ideas of liberty, talk about shows, all kinds of different things. You can do that by going to Facebook and typing Lions of Liberty forum in the search bar at the top. It'll pop up, click join, answer a question, how you heard about us. And if you do that, you'll be in as long as you have a uh, a real picture as a profile picture. You will definitely get in. Lastly, if you really want to do the 100% best thing to support this show, please join the Lions of Liberty Pride by going to patreon.com/lionsofliberty and for as little, as $2 a month. $2 a month. What costs $2 a month? Nothing. Literally everything else in the world is more expensive than $2 a month. That's like the cheapest thing. Uh, That's like the bottom, $2. You can't buy anything for $2. But you can get access to our private Facebook group, which is going to have all of our live streams. So we live stream our democratic debates. We live stream our libertarians and living rooms drinking liquor shows. We live stream some of our uh, content in the private... Uh, Mark and the guys just did a conspiracy corner talking about the uh, Jeffrey Epstein Epstein, uh, stuff with uh, that crazy, crazy story coming out of... The whole Lolita Express thing and uh, just disgusting, disgusting accusations, which seems to have almost every major political, uh, almost every major politician and a lot of celebrities uh, potentially tied up in that. So they dove into that on Conspiracy Corner. We keep that stuff behind the paywall, but you can access it at least the live stream of the video But if you want to access all the content, get all of our audio and Degenerate Gamblers and bonus content with guests that's just audio and isn't live streamed, you got to do the $5 per month. So consider doing that. And I'm going to stop rambling and say goodbye. Hope you guys have a great weekend. It is hot. Get outside. Stay hydrated. Uh, This is John Odermatt signing off. Always remember to keep your head up and the fires of Liberty burning.